ever have time. Uh, but if the Lord will hit me, it's 1125. If the Lord hit me, I'm going to do my best for your whole chapter. Now take your Bibles, if you would. Go back with me to Psalm, uh, the book of Psalms. This is, and you stand with me if you can enable honor and reverence to the reading of the word of the Lord. Some of you don't look in relief. You must have found your place. <laughs> Psalm 117 this morning. And uh, we'll read the entire psalm, and I'll do my best to get things to get out of the way. Psalm 117, again, read verse number 1. The Bible said, Oh, praise the Lord. Heard that. All ye nations, praise him, all ye people. Notice verse 2. For his merciful kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I should do love you this morning. Lord, I'm thankful for what we felt already. Lord, this, we can leave right now and say it's been good to be in your house. But Lord, we've come to another time. Lord, another portion of the service. Lord, I pray to help us now just for a little while. Meet every need that's represented. Lord, I realize there's many broken hearts. And Lord, no doubt many burdens, many needs, many requests. And Lord, I pray to have you with them wait each and every heart, each and every life. And Lord, I realize that no doubt there must be some here today discouraged and Lord, maybe in a battle, maybe in a storm. Lord, I pray to encourage your heart today. Then, Lord, most of all, they'd be one of the midst this morning lost and done with that ship. Lord, I pray old-fashioned Holy Ghost conviction be evident. Lord, here in this place today, I pray to convict their heart, save them, for it's everlasting too late. We'll be careful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. For we ask it in Jesus' wonderful name and for his sake. Amen and amen. You be seated. And thank you for standing with me this morning. Now, a few interesting things just by way of introduction about Psalm 117. Now, uh, it is, by the way, the shortest chapter in your Bible. Uh, only two verses. If you want to call it a chapter, they uh, some would dispute about that and say it's not a chapter but a division. And uh, But as far as it's broken up, Psalm 117, uh, uh, is the shortest chapter in your Bible. Now, that's interesting. Now, anybody know what the longest chapter is? 119. Psalm 119. Anybody know what the middle chapter is? 118. Is that right? Yeah. So Psalm 117 is the shortest chapter. Psalms 119 is the longest chapter. And right in the middle of it uh, is the middle chapter of your Bible. Now, uh, these many different people say different things, but here's what I want you to see. Uh, uh, whether it's the shortest, whether it's the longest, uh, or whether it's in the middle, uh, thank God for the Word of God. Isn't that right? And boy, what a blessing that is. And, uh, Psalm 118 is an interesting chapter. I don't know if we get into all that, but uh, one of my favorite verses, Psalm 118, verse 14, right in the middle of your Bible, the Bible said, The Lord... Uh, is my strength and song it has become my salvation. Yeah. No, you ought to take it preach it sometime. It's already alliterated for you. Three points right there. Just bam, bam, bam. Uh, that's easy to preach it. But uh, let me say this quickly. Uh, uh, thank God for the Word of God. Thank God that uh, we see the longest chapter of the Word of God. Uh, it's almost entirely about the Word of God. Well, what, but then what about Psalm 117? Just two little short verses. And uh, we'll look at them quickly this morning, trying to go to the house. But uh, I, I want to say to those of you that's here uh, Wednesday night, we started looking a little bit in Psalm 107. 
And uh, we looked at find the first nine, ten verses somewhere in there. And uh, we talked a lot, John, about the past and how that the past ought to drive us and encourage us to praise the Lord. In fact, uh, we saw the psalmist uh, uh, showed us we had a responsibility uh, to praise the Lord. The Bible said Psalm 107 too. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Isn't it right? And we saw that responsibility. But now this morning, I'm not so much interested in our past uh, as far as before we got saved uh, that drives us to praise the Lord. Uh, Leona said this morning something interesting to me. She said uh, that she felt like a lot of times she failed to thank him uh, for all that he did. I, I, I don't mean this derogatory, but. Uh, Leona, if that's the worst problem you got, you're doing better than I am. Uh, uh, because I'll be honest with you, I think sometimes I fail to even realize what all he does do. Uh, uh, not only do I fail to thank him for it, but Rod, I, I fail sometimes to uh, really grasp what he has done and what he is doing and what he will do. Uh, uh, we've got a lot this morning to praise him for. And, uh, I, I just want to take a few minutes looking at a couple of things that not what he has done, but what he is doing uh, right this moment that ought to drive us to praise the Lord. If you let me do that, uh, I'll do my best to hurry. Go to verse 1 of Psalm 117. The Bible said, oh, uh, praise the Lord. What about that? We've seen that all through the Psalms. You'll find that phrase over and over again. Oh, praise ye the Lord. And uh, something interesting about it, we, of course, see the command to praise. And it's not a request, it's not an idea, but it is a, a, a command. It's a command uh, from God to us uh, to praise the Lord. Now, what's interesting about it, I mentioned it just quickly this morning. I mentioned it Wednesday night. Uh, uh, you always find that phrase, praise ye the Lord. And there yeah, yeah. Never will you, hardly ever will you find in the scripture just, oh, oh, that men would praise. I hardly find that. It's always, oh, that men would praise the Lord. Isn't that right? It's no question about it. We're not commanded to praise men. We're not commanded uh, to praise the body. We're not commanded to uh, praise this and that. I saw something the other day. I'm not being funny. I, I don't mean to be graphic, but I, I scrolled through Facebook, I believe it was, and I, I saw some of this kid that time of the year and uh, it's talking about how God that some women didn't feel uh, comfortable within their bodies and uh, they didn't want to go down to the beach and put on a, 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 a bathing suit and it's talking about how you, you, wouldn't you hate to be 70 years old and uh, never uh, felt the ocean on your skin and uh, be 70 years old and uh, never felt the sun on your skin at the beach and this and that, I, I, I'm not getting into all that, but uh, I, and then it said there toward the end, it said uh, uh, that you ought to learn if nobody else won't praise your body, uh, uh, you ought to learn to praise your body. And I, I will say tonight, that's, more, that's straight out of hell, by the way. Uh, you know what your body is? It's flesh. Is that right? You ought not praise the flesh. The Bible made it clear. Praise ye the Lord. Now, I guess some of you want me to say something, so I'll see you that. Uh, I think any of these women that feel comfortable enough to throw some skippy outfit and uh, go show off the beach, I say praise God for it. Isn't that right? Uh, I wish there'd be a few more of those some self-confidence that uh, put some clothes on, don't you? Uh, uh, yeah, man, that's right. Uh, uh, it's still right to cover yourself up. But uh, it ought not be this morning we praise 
Uh, praise another. Uh, the Bible said, Praise the Lord. Isn't that right? Yeah. Makes no question about who I praise ought to be directed to. Uh, I'm not labor that. We talked about that pretty good Wednesday. But uh, we see, first of all, the praise. Once again, we are commanded uh, in verse 1 Oh, praise the Lord. Isn't that right? Now, watch this. It's interesting. I'm saying, verse 1 Oh, Praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise Him, all ye people. What about that? Not only do we see the praise, but we notice the participation. Now that's interesting to me. And I, I know if you'll, if you'll bear with me, let me lay some groundwork. We'll get to the good stuff right here in just a minute. But here's what the psalmist is saying. I've heard people say this, and I, I'm not trying to be ugly, I'm just telling you I've heard it. I've heard people say, well, all that shouting and testifying and all that stuff, that's for the preachers. That's, that's, for, the, that's for them that, well, we don't do this much anymore, it don't seem like anywhere, but that's for all them sit up on the front pews and let them hoop and holler and all that, let them testify, but that, that's not for, that's not what your Bible says. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? It didn't say all you preachers praise the Lord. It said, oh, praise the Lord. Watch this. All ye nations. Yeah. Can I burst your bubble just real quick? Before too much long, it's going to be July the 4th. And thank God for it. Thank God. I, I believe we do live in a great nation. I, I'm thankful that we live in the nation that we do. But I, I was reading a book up there down in my office and uh, it's talking about the independent fundamental Baptist and some things we do right and some things we do wrong. And I'll agree with this. The, the author said this, that we wrap ourselves up in the flag too much. And I'll agree with that. We, we've come to the point where we're so proud to be an American, we fail to realize we're a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This, man, that's right. And can I tell you something? The Bible said, oh, Praise the Lord, all ye nations. Now, I hate to burst a bubble, but the Lord's interested in more than just America. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't that right? It's not just America. And you know what's really sad? I, I, I talked to a missionary a while back, and he told me, he said, Preacher, I don't know if he was where he's from, but he told me he's from a third world country, and he said, Preacher, it breaks my heart to come to America. And I said, It does. I, I think you'd enjoy that. He said, Preacher, I come in and you have these nice buildings and these padded pews and air conditioning and you have all, all these nice clothes and drive a car to the church. And he said, you sit in there and just be quiet in the service. And he said, I go back home and we have no air conditioning. We meet not in a bud hut. We have, we have none of these things. We walk miles and miles to get to church. And he said, we come in and worship the Lord for his goodness. And he said, it breaks my heart to see that how much America is taking it for granted, the blessings of God. And, right. and you know what's really said this morning? He's right. Uh, yeah. uh, he's blessed us far beyond measure. Uh, and yet we let, we, yet we fail to praise Him. Uh, uh, but yet those that struggle, those that we look at and uh, uh, feel sorry for, have gone there willing to praise Him and thank Him uh, uh, for what He's done for them. What a shame this morning. Right. The Bible said, Oh, praise the Lord. All ye nations, now listen to this. That means no matter where you come from. Now watch this. Praise him, all ye people. Yeah. What that means, that a person in this world are not praising. Right. Is that not what the Bible says? Right. 
Now, listen, that's not for preachers. That's not for Sunday school teachers. That's not for deacons. That's not for uh, men or women or boys or girls. Uh, uh, the Bible said, praise him, uh, all ye people. Every last one of us uh, have a commission and a command uh, uh, to praise the Lord. Well, what a blessing that is. We see the praise. We see the participation. Now, why would we do that? Watch verse 2. Bible said the Psalms will kill us why for his merciful kindness is last Wednesday we saw everything we looked at was half past tense. But now the Bible said, for his merciful kindness is great toward us. Isn't that yeah. what your Bible said? You know what the Psalms is saying? God, we looked Wednesday at what all he done in the past. But now the psalmist says, let's look at the present just a minute. Right now, is, right now, his merciful kindness is what? Great toward us. Now, I don't care this morning. I told you a minute ago, we saw participation. It was for all people, all nations. No, no disregard, no, no discrimination. All people, all nations, every individual are God. Praise him. So can I say this? You're here this morning, and you're lost on your way to hell. You ought to be, you ought to have enough in you to be able to look and say that you, you ought to be able to realize that uh, while you may not do it, you ought to praise the Lord this morning. Yeah. You know why? He's, his merciful kindness is great toward you. You say, Preacher, how do you get that? You're not in hell, are you? Uh, yeah. Still sucking breath in your body and blowing it out, ain't you? Got out of bed this morning, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Was able to come to church this morning, wasn't he? Not, not laid up in a hospital. You've still got yeah. your mind. Uh, I mean, his merciful kindness has been great toward you. Uh, yeah. He's given you another opportunity to accept him. Boy, what mercy and what kindness. It is great toward the lost yeah. man. What about you say, preacher? I've been saved for years now. Well, you ought to praise him because his merciful kindness is great toward you. You say, preacher, how do you get that? Well, let's figure out real quick, all right? If you've been saved 50 years or more, raise your hand. All right? 55 or more. All right? 51. 52. 3. They all drop them at the same time. All right, let's just say these three right here somewhere around 50 years. All right, let me tell you what you're shouting about. What I'm going to be rejoicing about. You're still saved, ain't you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. 50 years till got the good. Boy, ain't that a blessing? Yeah. Y'all got to hit me just a little bit. 50 years, that's a long time, man. That's almost twice as long as I've been alive. Uh, that's rejoice. Amen. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, his merciful kindness has been great toward us. Yeah, uh, yeah. But the fact that he saved us and kept us uh, and loves us. What about that? Yeah. That kind of lesson uh, every last one of us. Uh, hey, you say, preacher, I just been saved a few months. What are you going to say about me? Well, you still got it, don't you? Yeah, oh, yeah. They're right. He was merciful to you, give you enough opportunity to get saved. I wonder how many times he kept you out of hell. I wonder how many times he put his hand on you and kept that car from wrecking. I wonder how many times he kept breath in your body. I wonder how many times he skated something around your way. God hit me, I'm about to come unglued. I wonder how many times he stopped the very demons of hell. From what it had been, friend. I'm telling you, his mercy and his kindness has been great toward us. Psalmist said, right now, it is 
right now. Listen, let me say this. We looked at salvation before. Aren't you glad for some times? How many of you, since you've been saved, ever had financial problems? You don't have to raise your hand. I'm embarrass you, but I'll be honest. I have. Yeah, yeah. Times running. I didn't know how I was going to pay the bills. Boy, I look back and say, his merciful kindness was great. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have to do that. He done far enough saving me and keeping me out of hell. He didn't have to help pay my bills. Be honest with you. Most of the time, it's my own stupidity got me in that mess. But somehow or another, he'd always come through. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him come through financially. I've seen him come through physically in health conditions, whatever the case may be. I've seen him come through relationships. I see it come through marriages and families and uh, open up one, whatever the case may be. Uh, his merciful kindness is great toward us. Yeah, yeah. Because of that, because of his passion, because of his love toward us. Uh, uh, because of that, we are to praise him this morning. Not only that, look what the Bible said. Where am I at? The Bible said, verse number two, for his merciful kindness is great toward us. Boy, I like this right here. We see his passion. Watch what your Bible said. And the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Hey, you said, Preacher, what are you going to say about that? What about his persistence? Yeah. I've, been, I've been saved, Lydia, best time figure. I've been saved right at 22 years. Don't know exactly what month it was, what day it was, but it's been right at 22 years, somewhere in there. You know what I figured out? They ain't nothing like it was now that's yeah. My life does not look a thing like it did. Now that I got saved. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to gripe. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm not doing that. But I, I saw somebody the other day and I, I told myself, I remember when I first got my license, I had a 2000 and I had a toy hold at the comb, a two-wheel drive, didn't have nothing fancy on it at all. And I pulled up to the gas pump and I put the pump in. I put my credit card on my debit card in. I put the pump in the truck and I started it. I went inside and got me a crank and come back out. And I pumped, I believe it was $17 and some odd cents to the truck. And I was sitting on empty when I pulled in. And all week I said, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'd afford to pay that every two or three weeks. I just don't know if I'd do it. How can you write to help me, Mama? I, I put $50 in my truck up there. Yeah. And it took me from it took me from a quarter of a tank yeah. uh, right below half a tank. Yeah. I thought to myself, they ain't nothing like it used to be. God had to give me $17.50. Yeah. I'd sat all over the parking lot. Yeah. Right. But I tell you, things have changed. Yeah. Hey, things my boys face in school. Yeah. They say they brought home and showed me. Uh, I didn't even know what was when I was in kindergarten. Uh, I mean, things have changed. Uh, everything's changed. Uh, gas prices have changed. Uh, politics has changed. Uh, church has changed, just to be honest with you. Uh, but can I be honest with you what the Bible said? Uh, the Bible said the truth of the Lord uh, endureth forever. There's one thing ain't changed. I got good news for you. It ain't going to change. Well, aren't you glad you say, Preacher, what are you talking about? What's he done? We ought to praise him for Well, we praise him for his passion. I will say this. We ought to praise him for his persistence. Why ain't it good in a changing world to have something that does not change? Oh, I love my Bible. I 
I hope if you know anything about me in the last four years, I hope you know I love that blessed old book. I mean, I love it. I, I, sometimes, Kirk, I'm not being funny. Sometimes I get it out. I just sit there in the room holding and I find myself a kissing on it and loving on it. He said, but you ought not do that. I'm thankful for that. I'm glad to have something that doesn't change. I don't know what tomorrow brings. I was talking to a preacher the other day. I just has to resign this church. He told me, he said, I don't know what the Lord has in store. I don't know where I'll be. I don't know where I'll go. I thought to myself, my heart's in glad there's something that hadn't changed. Yeah. That don't help you, but it does me. Hey, something that's endurance forever. It's yeah. not changed. It's not going to change. Why? Well, I, I want to praise him this morning for something that doesn't change. Brooke Kenny mentioned we do have a full kingdom of scripture. Let it have that. He, even the, even in the epistles, but let it have a full kingdom of scripture. It's yeah. a kingdom of a full copy of the word of God. What a blessing it yeah. is. Yeah. I have 66 books that do not change. Yeah. The very mind of God that he's given us, it does not change. Now, I know I'm particular about it. I was speaking on Keaton and Malia walked over. She had the Bible stacked up and set up on top of the uh, on top of the pew. And I said, "That's going to fall." She said, "No, I won't." I said, "It's going to fall." She said, "No, I won't." And I'm thinking to myself, "God, help put it down on the pew where it's sitting still, so it don't fall." But I guess I'm particular about it. Why I tell you that is the word of God. Yeah. That's the most priceless thing you What a blessing that he loved us enough to give us a copy yeah. of the Word of God. That's something that does not change. Let me just say, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're facing. I may not even. Uh, uh, well, oh God help us we ought to get to the place uh, uh, that we realize how much we need it uh, how many more than I need air in my lungs uh, uh, more than I need food in my belly more than I need water uh, going down my throat I need that book uh, uh, it's a blessing to have something that does not change yeah. right. what's your Bible says very merciful count verse 2 great toward us that's his passion and the truth of the Lord endureth Forever. That's his persistence. He loves us. He's passionate toward us. He's merciful and kind. Boy, I don't believe there's one of you in here this morning saved by the grace of God. You wouldn't have to say, the Lord's been good to me. Right. Lord's been kind to me. He's been merciful to me. Right. I mean, we ought to be in hell, but think about how good the Lord's blessed us. We looked all Wednesday night about our past and where we was when he found us. But stop and think just for a minute. I'm not trying to toot our own horn. I'm not trying to put us up on a pedestal. But just stop and think what your life looks like now. How compared to what it looked like when he found you. He's been good. He's been merciful. He's been kind toward us. Give us a Bible we hold in our very, the very word of God, the very mind of God that we can hold in our hands. What about the man? I heard a man one time say that he'd just give anything. The man was saying, Lord, well, you're saying every time you read that book. Is that right? Don't fall out with me. That's right. Yeah. You see him every time you read that. One writer said it like this. said it is a hymn book. Not a hymn book like a song book, but a H-I-M. Yeah. A hymn book. If you don't see him on one page, you'll see him twice. Right? It's all about it. From Genesis to Revelation, it is a, a great portrait of the Lord himself. 
uh, page after page after page, uh, we see more and more about him. Uh, and the more you read, the more you see him. Uh, uh, boy, I saw an old preacher one time. Uh, uh, he, he told me, I'm not being ugly, he told me, he said, uh, he came out of his study and he said, uh, it got so real in there, uh, I can almost see him. You know, but tell you what happened. I'm, I don't believe the Lord gave him a vision. He didn't give anybody else, but I believe he spent so much time in that book, John, uh, that he could almost imagine what he looked like. Uh, Hey, oh yeah. my, I can't get yeah. in all that. I'll be here all day. Yeah. I mean, listen, you see him on the pages of that book. Yeah. You say, Preacher, I'd love to hear him. You hear him whenever. That is the Word of God. All right? Oh, Preacher, I'd love to feel it. Every once in a while, Michael said the Word was made flesh and went among us. Now, God, I never have. I, I, I never have felt it in the flesh from my hands. Uh, uh, but I, I thought I got a Bible at the house. I've probably told you this before. It, it's in the gun safe, I believe, or performing dead is in their gun safe. What? Uh, I don't hardly ever get it out, but it was my uh, great grandpa's Bible. And every, every day you'd go down there. Uh, this is no joke. You'd go down there in the morning. Uh, and when I was a little boy, my mama told me, she said, you go in. Mama stayed with him. He's old up in age in his 90s. And uh, she said, you go in. And he's sitting on that couch. Uh, and you will not make a sound. You will not get up and walk. Uh, until he turns his TV on, you will not move or make a sound. Uh, so me and my sister go in and we'd sit down. I mean, we was terrified. I mean, we were scared to death. Uh, and we'd go in, we'd sit there, and we wouldn't move a muscle. Uh, I was probably about 14. She's probably seven or eight. I don't know. Uh, uh, we'd sit there just like this right here and stare at the wall. Uh, there wouldn't be a TV on. There wouldn't be nothing on. Uh, uh, he'd get up and he'd go. And uh, he'd walk behind the Good morning. Uh, he'd look at my mama every morning of the man's life. He'd a bowl of Cheerios uh, and a half a grapefruit. I don't know why he did. That's what he'd every morning. Uh, and so she'd tell her, go ahead and fix his breakfast. Uh, and for one hour, he'd sit down in that chair. Uh, he'd get his Bible out and we'd sit there and watch it. Uh, and you didn't say a word. You didn't make a move a muscle. Uh, but I, I put it out not too long ago. Uh, and Nancy, you can, I'm not talking about you can see where this covered. Uh, I'm talking about you can see his thumbprint. Uh, you can make out the lines that was in his thumb uh, on every single page. Uh, or I got to flip it through and I'd see where teardrops uh, had fell out of his eyes and hit the pages of that blessed old Bible. Oh, y'all ain't getting that. Uh, you said, Preacher, what was he doing? Uh, he was seeing the Lord. He was hearing the Lord. That's what he was doing. Uh, never preached a message. Never, never taught a Sunday school class. Never was a deacon. Uh, but he loved that book. Uh, and he loved the Lord. Uh, I remember when he died, he told me, uh, I'm not going for it. Died. Uh, he got the plumb homesick. I mean, he, he, well, you couldn't get him to take his medicine. Couldn't get him to do hardly nothing. Uh, I'm 90 some years old. And one day I went down there. Uh, and he told me, I'll never forget this. He said, I've not been that good in my life. I don't know why the Lord won't just take me on. And I said, Papa, just enjoy your life. He said, it's not enjoyable. And I said, oh, you know it is. He said, no, it's not. And he wasn't talking about because he couldn't do nothing, though he couldn't. He said, he said, for the last several years, I've had my eye on somewhere God hit me. He said, I've had my eye on somewhere else. And he, he loved that farm down there where we're going. That's where he grew. That's where he grew up. He owned it all his life. Farmed it. Uh, he one morning he's down there reading, and tears got to flowing down his face. Uh, 
had I was older then, I'd come in and I'd say, Papa, what's wrong? Yeah. He said, I was reading this boy in my plays. I'd trade the whole farm for it. Oh, you said, but you don't do much for me. I know how much he loved it. Uh, but he done caught a glimpse of a place uh, that was far better than his farm. Uh, I'm Denny Archie glad for a book that doesn't change. Now you realize, I got to think about that. As much as he loved it, you realize that's the same. It may not be the same physical Bible, but it's the same book I'm going to read today. Yeah. Right. It'll be the same book my to read. Be the same Bible they're young as a read. They're young as if the Lord doesn't come back before then. His, his word, his truth has not changed. Isn't that right? For his persistence. Cause that we are to praise it. Well, first the Bible said, I'm done. I'm Watch this. The Bible said, Oh, praise the Lord, all you nations. Praise him, all you people. For his merciful kindness is great toward us. And the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Now watch this. Praise Yea, the Lord. So it starts in Psalm 117 that begins to be a trend somewhat throughout the Psalms. It starts out with, Oh, praise the Lord. And ends with, Praise ye the Lord. Now, I'll have time to look at all that, but we'll, we'll, we may look at it when we get done with this look at this praise. But he tells us at the beginning, Oh, praise ye the Lord. Praise the Lord. Then he said in verse 2, there at the end, praise ye the Lord. Not exactly, but it's a repetition. He's yeah. repeating himself. And I think about that. Here's what I want to say. I'm quitting right here. We've seen the praise and we've seen the participation. We've seen his passion. We've seen his persistence, his truth and truth forever. And I want you to know from if you would, the presence. Here it begins a trend, that repetition. Psalm 107, we look at the past. More because of that, we ought to praise him. Yeah. But now we find verse chapter one or Psalm 117 is in the present tense. Yeah. Right? His merciful kindness is great to us. Right? Yes. Yeah. Pressing. Begins by saying, Oh, praise the Lord. Almost a petition. By the time you get to verse 2, it's praise ye the Lord. This is what we see. There ought to be a constant pressing in our life to praise Him. Because every day, His merciful kindness is great for us. Every day, His truth can do it for It did yesterday, the will today, and tomorrow. They're happy. Or to be a constant pressing in our life. Or to be a pressure, if you would. You know what our problem is? In our generation, I'm just being honest, we're so fast-paced, we fail to stop and see how the Lord blessed us today. We are. Yeah. Now, let me give you an example. Kurt said this morning, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was Kurt said it, that he thanked the Lord for a good trip. They've been down at the beach and Went down to the beach, come back. That's about 10, 10 and a half hours of driving. They've done going down and back. He said, thank the Lord for a good trip. But I wonder how many times, Michelle, we've just run to Walmart back. That's the Lord's kept us safe. We just won't bring more. Yeah, yeah. Well, how many times we just run to the gas station real quick, maybe? Or maybe just run to get something. Or maybe just run to check on whatever the case may be. We don't think that. You know why? Because we're so fast-paced. Right. 
Well, we can stop and say that five hours down there, five hours back. Lord bless us, we could get to stay. What about all the upside? We found this a lot of times how much his, his, his merciful kindness is grateful. Yeah. We found a thing when we, we, we get to Thanksgiving and we'll have that big old food, that big old, that big old uh, uh, spray had placed out before us. And well, we'll pray and we'll thank the Lord for the food and we'll thank Him for all that. I, I'm not being like that. I, I hope you do bless your food when you but. What about all the time? I mean, I thought about this. What about all the time this week, Ronald? I've been busy this week. I've worked like a dog. Y'all just don't know what, what I went through for y'all to come into this hall. You remember my grandma? She, I don't know how to say it, but just say it. She's the most anal person that comes to my gathering next to And I sprayed and I bush hogged and I said, this was just good. No, if you won't take a cab, you better spray that paper right there. Lord, mercy. Yeah, I hope you enjoy it. But I've worked hard. Man, it seemed like a lot of times I'd just run. She's got a little building down there. She keeps grapes and snacks. And a lot of times my luck's been a little dead. Sometimes we never realize what a blessing that is. Well, we sit there on spread out on Sunday morning or Thanksgiving or Christmas. Well, we're thankful for that, but they ain't talking about that kind of man if you can do the rest of the day. He's been good to us. And there ought to be a pressing in our life. There ought to be something in us. What I'm saying is this. If we'll take time to examine the now, I'd say we'd be amazingly on up at how good he's been. How merciful he's really been. Kenny made a statement this morning, went along with it. He said that everything's going good. He's really not very repentant. Ain't that true? Boy, I mean, it is. That's true. So many times, you know, we, 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 or we judge others. So many times we'll say, boy, the Lord sure is merciful. But you really stop thinking about all the times he's been merciful for things that it took us months and months and months to get repented of. He's been merciful to us. His kindness has been great toward us, what the Bible said. But what about that? There ought to be a pressing. Here's what I want you to say. I'm done. I think what we really need is to stop. So I know we, our, our lives are busy. I'm not asking you to slow down. But I'm asking you, even in our busyness, to start looking and seeing how good he's been. Start looking and seeing how, how his merciful kindness has been great. He is great right now in our lives. Boy, if there's anything we've lost in this generation, it's a love for that book. The only thing in this world that will endure forever. The Bible said heaven and earth shall pass away. But his word abides Only thing in the world that will last right now. Well, I believe we've lost some appreciation. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not being ugly. Y'all know how I am about this. I was speaking about my grandma. Well, I'm kind of like that about this. But it doesn't make me no sick to go to Walmart and see it just laid up in the dashboard again. Ain't nothing makes me no sicker than seeing this laid up in the back glass and the cover peeling off. God, hell, that's the word of God. Oh, it's dying there, ain't it? That's the word of God. We ought to love that. Oh, this way we take care of our vehicles, we take care of all that. Do you realize that's more precious than any vehicle in the parking lot? That Bible's more precious than any building on this road. 
salvation the Lord ever done for us is give us a Bible. That's his word. You say, preacher, I just don't know about that. You know what the Bible said about it? Paul said, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation. And I hold it in my hands. What a blessing. What a blessing. Y'all y'all fall out with me. I can see it. I want to say this quickly. We're a bit pressed in our life. Two, just two things. There's so much more. So I'm, we go back to Psalm 107. There's so many more things he does right now. But I just had these two in my heart. He'd been passionate towards his merciful kindness. Been great in our lives. He gave us a Bible. What a blessing. The Bible said this. Faith cometh by hearing. You don't think the Bible's important. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the where we been? We didn't have a Bible. Where we been? Somebody had preached the gospel. The word of God is about well, Coker said it the good the other night. That God gives to every man a measure of faith. That faith is awakened by hearing the word of God. Aren't you glad for a Bible? Yeah. Let me say this. We know nothing of him. Not for that book. What a joy. Let's stand our feet.